Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. We are just two moms, never without our kids or our Kindles. Welcome back to Tropes and Tantrums. We are going to chat about Big Nick Energy. I know it's past Christmas, but this was our December book. Yeah. And Christmas by Morgan is... Elizabeth, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, queen of Christmas rom-coms. We honestly. were literally just talking just about that. Literally. One of the first books Danielle ever recommended to me before we even like became like friends, started this whole journey together, was Tis a Season for Revenge. Amazing. Which is phenomenal. If you have not read it, highly, highly, highly recommend. And it doesn't need to be a Christmas book. Like no. these books do not need to be Christmas books. There's Christmas things in them, but like they're just really like fun rom-coms. Well, this is Christmas. So that's more Christmassy, yes. Yes. But like you can still read it whenever. Yes. I mean, I just finished it today, so. <laughs> and it is it is far past Christmas at this point. But Big Nick Energy, you are looking at cowboy, single mom, he falls first, grumpy sunshine, holiday romance, no third act breakup. Single dad. Single dad, yep. Um, dual point of view. And Danielle and I have agreed that there is a really good mom representation in this book of just in the sense of like thoughts that moms have in general. And I think that with touch- partners and without partners. Mm-hmm. And I think touching on that, I have not read. I think this is the most mom rep that I've ever read that I've felt the most connected having read it. A hundred percent. I feel like that. And there, when you're and like not to like single out like being a mom, but like when you are a mom, it's really hard to feel like you are seen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this book, he really like sees her and the author really makes moms feel seen. I don't even know if she's a mom, but like if she's not, like that's incredible to be able to write. Oh, Morgan Elizabeth? Yes. I I, because honestly, like to be able to write that kind of representation as a mom is like incredible. And I know it's like not like a disability rep, but it's just an amazing like make you feel. She is like, a mom. Oh, she's a mom. Okay. Living so, there with her two boys, toddler daughter, and a mechanic husband. Okay. So here we go. That's And I was going to so say. she that, gets it. Well, I was going to say it's pretty wild to be able to write a mom character that, that well, well if you're not a mom. And I'm not like I'm not like stereotyping or anything. I'm just saying like it's really hard to get into the head and the headspace and because le- I've never felt these things pre being a mom. Like it just not. It's just Correct. different. So and like you feel these things whether you're a single mom or you have your partner with you and it's a team effort and all these things. You still have these thoughts that mm-hmm. she had. Like and yes, a hundred percent. And the way that he steps in the way Nick steps in and not to overshadow her as a mom but to support her and validate her I think was one of the most incredible things to read and I just like it was so like warming for me it was like I lost my train of thought. It was honestly, it was just like one of those things that like you don't see a lot of like as not that like you don't see supportive partners, but I think it's it's different, especially if you get um, single mom. Well, Shay leaves an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. That's that's essentially what happens is she's left this this abusive situation. Narcissistic, toxic, really horrible. Absolutely horrible. 
And you don't really realize how horrible until the end, like mm-hmm. when they show up at the house. And I mean, we get um, this isn't it's like an interconnected standalone Correct. to, to the season, season for revenge. revenge. You get a little bit of Shay in there in that book. And so, you know, it's bad, like, you know, because you find out things in there. But she's so like such a side character in that book that this really brings to light so much of what she's struggled with which Correct. is and you feel it like i mean you feel her like struggles through this book her, i mean her character development is incredible through the book mm-hmm. as like just a rom-com in general like you feel her growth like truly like you feel that deeply for her you feel her just like finally allow nick to like step up and like take care of her and you almost feel what i would say is like a sigh of relief like you feel her just like (sighs) like she's figured out how to breathe again Mm -hmm. like she's been suffocating for so long and it's kind of crazy i guess we should have prefaced like i hope you read this book if you didn't like you you really should you really should but i think it's one of those things that when you're reading it it's like you you see him try really hard to fit into where she feels like he belongs in her life for so many chapters Mm -hmm. and you feel her pushback and her pushback and her pushback and you don't realize like not you don't realize like i like he doesn't realize how fresh this still is for her correct and he's not pressuring her in any way he's not pushing he's not forcing himself he's just trying to give her space to figure out where he belongs. I think I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think for Nick it was because he in his mind has loved her or like wanted to love her for so long yeah. because he w- she went on one date with her his with his son Connor and they've become these besties essentially like hey this isn't going right we're not ending up in each other's beds but like you need a friend and i'm going to be that friend for you Mm -hmm. and he connor nick's son is there for her girls and like helps her out when she needs something and like all these things which i think is fantastic 100 percent, so beautiful and like such a like a different friendship kind of vibe than you normally see in books yeah um and i appreciated it Mm -hmm. i appreciated the relationship one thing i did miss though is connor throughout the rest of the book so that was kind of like connor taking her and the kids to thanksgiving at his dad's where they meet for the first time and you hear his reasoning is that he wanted his dad and her oh he's like i was setting this up from the beginning and so, which I think is so romantic, so much, and it was kind of funny. So, getting into this book, um, you were very confused. I was so confused. <laughs> and here's the thing: to my only defense, is as a multiple book reader, yeah, there are some things. I'm not saying all things, but there are some things that get lost in translation for me because I get so wrapped up in so many books at once. Yes, that some of the details get a little cloudy, especially when there's a little bit of complexity in the situation. And when they start throwing names at you and you're just like, I don't remember who the fuck is who. Because yeah. you just, because especially at the beginning, because it was the beginning of the book is when I was texting Amber about it. And I was like, 
please enlighten me on what the fuck is happening because she was I, like wait is she dating the son i'm confused and because I was like, they went on the obviously they yeah. went on the date they met online and then he brought her to thanksgiving and then there was the names of the dad and this and that and then and i i'm gonna be totally honest with you i'm one of those people and it's it's a problem <laughs> that i picture characters incorrectly I mean. in my head it has happened it is very prevalent and they're usually like not even remotely close like to what the actual author is trying to convey. But in my head, I don't know what goes on, but it's like it comes in this year and then it's like in here, it gets all fucked up and then it comes out and it's like something like it's like you put an apple in and out like pops a cake. Like that's in my head. <laughs> like genuinely like and I'm like and it makes sense. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. So when I'm reading the beginning, I'm picturing this like old man, like, and I'm talking like in That's his like fair. in his like sixties. Like, I'm fair. Pic- like picturing like, but he gold- became like a dad, and when he was eighteen, yes. Yeah, so I'm picturing like Golden Bachelor, like that's who gotcha. I'm looking at, and I'm like. By the way, I didn't watch The Golden Bachelor. I'm just like, that's who I picture now because it's like what I kept seeing because there's like all these commercials. So it's like in my head, I'm like, Golden Bachelor. And then I'm like, so I couldn't like see like this young, beautiful like Shay and like her kids like with Golden Bachelor guy. And then I was like, but it wasn't Gold's Golden Bachelor guy. Um, it, It just wasn't. And that's where I got fucked up in my yeah. head. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I got her back on track and then she enjoyed the rest no, of the No, I book. loved it. I finished it. Like I told Amber, I said, had I actually, my problem is, is if I don't sit down and like actually fully read the book, like I could have knocked this out. Like it was short. It was sweet. It was quick. I had a friend who read it in a day. Yeah. I, I mean, that could have been me, but it wasn't. And here we are. But I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I loved the dynamic. Um, if you're listening to this with your kids, like maybe turn this part down or don't just, like, listen to this with your kids. Don't because, because it's not appropriate. So Shay comes to um, the farm, the the Christmas tree farm that uh, Connor's dad Nick owns and works at, and where I also Connor that his name was Nick, and I don't know why because the whole fucking book where is. Connor grew up <laughs> and. They're chatting and whatever, and Nick mentions to the girls, Elf on a Shelf. And Elf on a Shelf. Man, oh, man. I do not do Elf on the Shelf in my house. Danielle does. Her Elf went on a full-blown era's tour. And honestly, um, one of their Elves was named Holly as well as our Elf is actually named Holly as well. Yes. Um, Moonlighting as Taylor Swift as well. Interesting. <laughs> um, but Nick tells the girls, oh, is your elf coming? And the girls were like, we don't have an elf. And Shay just kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Just, and as, But as she should. You're like, you're not like, your I, place. You're like, if I was Shay, I would have gone off the rails. N- not your place. Yeah. Honestly, not your yeah. place. Um, and to Shay, you know, she's a single mom. She works... And she's balancing everything and all the things. That's the last thing on her mind is to move this elf around and create this kind of magic for her kids. Not because she doesn't want to, because she has 10 other things going on because she has no one else to help her 
at that time of night. Yeah. And he honestly just trying to make conversation, just trying yep. to like connect Sheesh. with the kids. Yep. And it's one of those it things backfired. that's just, it's, I mean, it, here's the thing. But does he it backfire? Show, but does he it back, shows up and does makes it the magic for her so she, so she doesn't have to. He let the match just that started this fire and he is willing to drive the what 45 minutes to an hour, hour every night every well, night well each way the, yeah each way to create the magic for her kids and that is by far the sweetest most romantic thing anybody could do for a single parent and i think it's one of those things is it goes um by the way, if you're here and you're watching, she's, she's working. We have a, we have a, a little contract. Bit. We have a contract that I need to get in by noon. So it is 11:45 right now. So that's why um, I'm on my thing, and it's fine. But what I was gonna say is, when you see in these books the quickest way, and I mean honestly, single parent, not single parent, the quickest way to a mom's heart or to connect with a mom is to love her kids. And and I'm not saying that like every kid is like like so easy to love like it's not what i'm saying but like i'm saying if you show compassion and show love and show kindness and show care to someone's kids that to me is worth everything and it's very funny um yeah. maybe not funny but it's very interesting to me how many relationships in my life specifically friends that have changed so dramatically to not how they treat me because like these friends like who have been in my life whatever like they already proved like we're friends whatever. yeah but the way that they love my kids and it's like not a mandatory thing but like it kind of is as a mom because especially as a toddler mom they're kind of a package deal like you're kind of like they're here with me and we talked about this literally on the first episode we recorded today but like the way someone loves your kids yep is the way they love you mm -hmm. and i think that that is shown so deeply because he loved her kids. He loved her girls. And that well, he even says, like, I wanted more. I just, I wanted more kids. Like, I just didn't have the time. Or the person. Or the right person in my life to give Connor a sibling. Absolutely. And things like that. So for him to do that for her and, like, show up every night. And, like, he always showed up for her. Mm -hmm. Continuously. And here's the thing. She was with someone who did not show up for her. Ever. I mean, literally Unless ever. it was convenient. And it's funny because, and I thought it was interesting, and I want to get your take on this because I was like, let yeah. me, I want to hear what you think about this. I think it's very telling that throughout the book, and you kind of felt this looming of, I can't remember what her ex-husband's name is. You felt this looming, like when he popped in, like it was very rare because the book really wasn't focused around him but it was in the sense but that, i you always knew the shoe was gonna drop no, and you that knew. you knew that he was gonna be the shoe and i kind of it was interesting and i think really telling that the girls didn't mention like when this, can we see dad no and it was very much like nick stepped in this place that they it was almost like they never had like mm -hmm. it never existed. There was no father, because like, people are like, oh, they was missing a father. They didn't have anyone. Like they didn't have a father figure. So Nick stepped into this place that for them never existed. And I thought that was really interesting how she did that because I thought it was so telling for their relationship as a family is you never, like the kids were never like, oh, where's dad? Like, why is dad not doing this? Why are we only at the farm and all yeah. the things? It no, was never it that. It was that. It was 
that Nick was the figure. Mm-hmm. And I and, like I love that he made that space for himself almost. Yeah. By the way, he loved them. Yes. And he never like took away from like their traditions, their and their dynamics and their dynamics. He, he just, added to it. Yeah. He enhanced it. It was almost like he added the sparkle, like that it was like it was that plain was and it was totally fine. But like and it was there, it was basic. It was it was they were living a black and white life and he just added the color. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Done. I there you go. That's it. Say less. End of story. End of story. <laughs> but I, I, yeah. The only thing I had an issue with is the lack of Connor mm-hmm. in some situations. Like, why was he never at the farm? Like, well, I mean, he lived in the city near Shay, which is fine. Yes. And that's how they became friends and all the things. And obviously had, like, knew of, you know, but like these other characters in the book. Well, yeah, but they're having these dinners and, you know, two sleeps until Christmas. They're at the farm, but where's Connor? That's his dad, too. Like, that's something that that's one thing that didn't make sense to me. It's like, but that's Connor's. Nick is Connor's dad. Like, why wasn't Connor at Christmas? I kind of. I totally understand where you're getting from because it's like he was like and Connor raves about Nick as a dad. Like was like yeah. A plus dad. Like so I didn't understand where their relationship felt disconnected. Like where he was there was not more like and you kind of got it in the epilogue a little bit, like where he like kind of alluded to to Nick to not to Connor to Nick to Nick alluded to Connor a little bit more. But like it was almost like Yes, he's older, but like it felt like it was like this incomplete thing because you kind of got the picture that he was very involved. I mean, at least picked up the kids. Like, from, yeah, and so like, now he wasn't at all. Like, it just didn't and it make was sense. kind of weird when you kind of got that shoe drop, and it was you found out who the fiance of her ex was. Yeah, and all said, that letter. Oh my fin- god! Finish that, and we'll come back yeah. to the letter. Sorry. Um, how did he know that that wasn't the guy that she was seeing? Like, this girl didn't know the dynamic. Like, obviously, like, if he had been picking her, picking the kids up too, like, was she with multiple guys? Like, he didn't. Yeah. There was no alluding to that. But it obviously had happened on multiple occasions. Yeah. So, yes, there was this weird disconnect where I get that the his, his sole purpose in the book was to bring them together. I totally get that. But like, I don't know, it just felt odd because like you said, there was, it just, it just felt like he, these family kind of feelings and like. But like Connor was never around. Or like, but he obviously had been around. And the girls never asked about Connor. Like, no. And it was like, they settled into this different life, but like, and I know Connor obviously didn't live with him, but like, I don't know. what Like, this is a very like weird reference, but like, I thought about like, <laughs> on the DLC show, Little people, big worlds. Oh, gosh. So I was thinking about the farm that they had. Yeah. And they all, they didn't all live on the farm, but they all participated in, like, the family business, which was the The farm. farm. And I kind of was like, did he never, like, come home on the weekends, like, to come and, like, help the dad with the Christmas tree? Like, what, like, the Christmas tree farm? Yeah. And, like, that's where I guess I kind of missed it as well. I was like, were you not involved? Which is totally fine. But, like, I guess I kind of envisioned that he was because he brought them to thanksgiving yeah so and then like was like fell off the face of the earth 
okay, dad, now it's you. Yeah. See you later. Tapping Here's out. Here's the baton. Tapping out. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, I just, that's my only, that was my only thing that I didn't like was like yeah. the lack of Connor after Connor's supposed to be like this main person in Shay's life and the girls' lives and like things like that. And, and then you he was knew like no that. Longer. I think that they made it, she made it really abundantly clear towards the beginning of the book. Like he was like a fixture in their lives. Cause like yeah. obviously like he invited them to Thanksgiving. Like you obviously don't invite like perfect fucking strangers to Thanksgiving. Correct. I mean, unless you're my grandpa, my grandpa used to do shit like that. He was wonderful. So it was different, but like that's, he's like a 20, like a 25 year old kid. Like, yeah. Interesting. But other, other than that, yeah. Oh, the letter. So Shay's ex-husband was conveniently engaged, engaged to his to high school sweetheart, which happened to go to the, our kid went to the same school as who, the private school. Yep. And who was bullying Ruby. Ruby. And um, it was just like really hard and always really hard to watch. But when she confronted them. When you have the big blow up. You yeah. had the big blow up outside the apartment or the townhouse. That's when everything kind of like hits the fan in a sense. And she like all the pieces are finally like starting to click into place. Like why? Why this mom but and this daughter are so mean to Shay and Ruby. But you see also that I think was the big turning point for Nick as well. In terms of, he was like, "These are my girls. Like, yeah. get the f- out of here." Yeah, I the you had your chance, you blew it. Goodbye. See you later. And and he made all the right calls. Call your lawyer. Call the cops. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to like, fight him. Like which, like I think a lot, <laughs> a lot of book fictional men char- main male characters would have like thrown a punch. And so I, it was like okay. almost refreshing not to see him throw a punch. A hundred percent. And I kept waiting for it. I'm like, please I'm don't like, fight him. Oh my God, like, he's going to throw the punch. He's I'm like, please do don't it. fight him. Please don't fight him. Like, and it was refreshing that, didn't that he didn't. And he was like, we're not dealing with this. He's not even worth it. Like, he's not worth my energy. Because like, no, I'm too old for this. Like, we're not going to get in trouble. This is bullshit. Call your lawyer. Call the cops. Like, make it hard. Because that'll make it harder on everyone else. Because then I'll be like, you can't see my girls because yeah. you're now with this guy who like assaulted me exactly. or some weird shit. Exactly. So I appreciated that. Um, but, but yeah, so, but that letter that she wrote her, I, it had me in tears. No, me too. And I think one of the things was, it was, there's a lot of, like, when you're reading books and you expect certain wrap ups, like in terms of like character development and like the way the story's gonna wrap up, you mean, mean you knew how that story was gonna end. Like it was like not, it's very predictable. That part for me was very unpredictable Mm -hmm. because I don't think you get a lot of, I didn't expect him to own the building. No, that was bizarre. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, um, excuse me, what? But I think that it was really cool when, like, because you don't see a lot of other women. And I consider her the other woman, just in the sense of the scheme. I know know that obviously he didn't necessarily cheat on her. We don't obviously fully know whatever. But um, you don't ever see them like apologizing to this other person because you're only getting a one-sided story. Correct. And then she started to put the pieces together for her own life. And I loved that for her. I loved that she... She walked, packed her daughter up and walked away. And walked out because it's like, what a scary guy. Like, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And I really appreciated that she came to... 
Shay and was like, hey, I fucked up. Yeah. And I know. That's very big. No, it was. And I really, like, it made me like her as a character more than obviously I had liked her throughout the whole book because she was nasty and her kid was nasty. And, like, I don't fuck with that. But, like, I just really appreciated, like, that part of it. And it was, I thought it was, like, very, like, woman to woman, like, was very, like, humbling, I think, for It was very adult. And I appreciate that. Like, no, what adults really should be doing. No, and I don't, and I loved it. That was one of the things that you didn't expect mm-hmm. when it came to the story. Cause like you were like, this fucking shit. And you kind of just expected it to kind of like, it's done. Peace out, whatever. whatever. It's done. This was the big climactic shoe dropping situation, yeah. which you knew was happening. You knew it was going to happen, but you just didn't know at what capacity. And I loved that there were these intricate little details that she wove in that were like, Oh my god! Like that's fucking nuts. Yeah, and I think it was an amazing catalyst to get her to make the move, and really, what I think set up the completion of the story in a way that I felt was ideal. I agree. One of the things I do want to talk about is the epilogue, because I expected the epilogue to go differently, and I actually was pleasantly surprised. That. How did you expect it to go? I expected it to go five years in the future. They're married. That they have another baby. Whatever. Yeah. And I loved that it wasn't that. No, it was literally like, I want to adopt you and your sister. You're, like I want to adopt yeah. you guys, and I, I want to marry, marry your mom. mom. But that wasn't the. It wasn't the marrying the mom. Wasn't the forefront. No, it was I want to be your dad. Which was like, I feel like the full circle moment that the book, because a lot of people hate epilogues. I do not hate epilogues. I love epilogues. Um, just let everyone know. Like, I'm not an epilogue <laughs> hater. I love them. I want all the epilogues. Please tell me about how you're five years later, da- married, dating, having 55 kids, and you're all pregnant and like living on an island. Like, I love it. Give it, give it all to me. But I loved that this epilogue didn't focus on that. It was focusing on the completeness of them as a family. Yep. And making them all whole. She wasn't even in the epilogue. Like, I mean, in the sense, which well, I loved. Yeah, it was mainly about Nick and the girls. And the girls. Which, again, goes back to to have someone fall in love with your kids is the way to her heart because she saw the way that he made space for her girls Mm -hmm. and even three years in the future or whatever it was I think it was three I think so made space for them and was like hey I'm not asking you for permission to marry your mom I'm asking you for permission to be your dad yeah and like tears I loved it I loved it I thought it was so good like how yeah. she wrapped it up because it couldn't she could have they could have easily wrapped it up they got married on the farm and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah and like it would have been totally fine I've been loved I've been like give me more but like this felt like the perfect wrap up well and I, I I definitely agree with that and I really enjoyed the fact that you know Shay made her own space for herself mm-hmm. at the farm like why aren't you doing this and why aren't you doing that you have all this room and you can yeah. be capitalizing so you're not stressing all year round and like she had great ideas great i was like hire her tomorrow yeah. i was like where are you hiring her yeah hire, freaking hire her like get the also literally we need to in true tnt fashion the spice oh was we that was like i mean we didn't even talk about it there were so many other things to talk about but okay so it was very much a slow burn you oh guys, yeah! If you are not a slow burn girl, because I'm not a slow burn girl, like I will take the spice in the second chapter. Like I'm totally good with it, but I feel like it was well worth it. Like you were waiting, you're like, and you every touch, you're like, oh, 
just fall. Just do it. And but you knew. I loved that it was realistic enough that you were like, it was realistic. Yeah, exactly. For the situation that she was in, he was in, all these things. It was the most realistic. You didn't hit real spice beyond kissing until 68%. You know? That's a long time. But you didn't feel like it was too long in the book because you were like, you were like, it would have felt really uncomfy because it was moving. It was moving. All that slow moving. You it was each like and for slow burn people, again, I'm not a slow burn person, but like when you're reading a slow burn and you know it's a slow burn, like th- every single like touch like is like okay, like you're one step closer. You're like you're gonna get there yes. and it's like it's so freaking good. So good. But she writes impeccable spice. No, she so. really does. But I will say, I just I just happened to like you're like, open to like find notes and things like also amber's notes we're gonna have to one day we're gonna sell books that are just amber's annotations where it's like sell them. this man that's what this people, man people, people sell annotations all the time annotated books people buy them really yeah that's amber's new we're gonna do that new, new tnt venture my, my new gonna, venture so you know how they the the name of this episode is me go, go team um but it they say that, like, go team. Like, yeah. this, she's finally, like, willing to, like, get to a place where it's, like, they are going well, to Well, and teammates. she has someone that is a partner in the yeah. fullest sense. Carries the weight, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So I have a, a note here that says, I thought the first time they said, the first time Nick said go team, I thought that was cheesy. But now I'm obsessed. No, I loved it. I actually loved it. And I loved it. It was, like, in, like, really, like, hushed, like, whispered. Like, it was, it was, like, it was yeah, and I like loved that. Like it was so good. Yeah. No, I just really enjoyed it. Um, I do feel like like I have a note here. Um, yes, please. And I just like read the passage and I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah, we're like, yep, that That's is spice. that is. Um it does it like I said, please do expect it as a slow burn. It's not like you're not getting that, but it's worth it for their characters, I feel like, um, to get to that point. I just really loved it. And the kids weren't annoying, which we love no, to have a book that does not have annoying kids in it. Because sometimes these single dad, single mom books have annoying kids. And you're just like, get these kids out of here, honestly. But like, and I mean, as a mom, like, I love like kids, but not all kids, some kids. Amber knows. <laughs> Amber's, Amber's like rereading and like throwing. Well, I have, I have another note. Yes, Daddy Nick. Oh my gosh. Okay, where are we? Melting. Um, okay, favorite quote? How did you feel about Sugar Plum? I could not. I could do without it, honestly. Oh, I loved it. I preferred Sugar to Sugar Plum. I think that it was like, too Christmassy on the nose, honestly. I literally put hearts. That's a new one. I'm obsessed. Well, I think maybe I was out of the Christmas vibes by maybe. the time. So I think maybe had I read it a little bit earlier, like as I was intending on doing, um, Okay, my quote was, and maybe that's the lesson I should be teaching my daughters, that life is too damn short to play it safe all the time, that even when it scares you, love is worth it. The promise of being in love and being loved is worth the risk. Are you kidding me? Why do you do this? You pick the same ah! quote all the fucking time. Um, I love that oh we do that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay, so now I got to 
figure another quote out. Um, just kidding. But it, we really do almost always pick very similar quotes because I think almost every time. Almost every time. I'd love to say that it wasn't. Um, hold on. Where are we at? I gotta, like open my things. Oh, that's not a quote that I'm gonna read on. Um, <laughs> that's a fun one. Um, okay, is this? Do um, do. Where's? Oh no. Um. It's okay. If okay. You're on the same quote. No. I well, I have two. I have two okay. other ones. Okay. Um. So Nick says it's okay to let people take care of you Shay to help it doesn't mean you're losing your power it doesn't mean you're not strong and it sure as fuck doesn't make me like you any less which I love obviously that's a good one um and then the other one where's where are we at this is why I usually have these written out but did not um do 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 um Okay, sometimes things are just right. Sometimes things were always meant to be. You didn't find Connor because you were meant to date him or because you needed him as a friend, Shay. You found your way into his life so you could find your way into mine. Yes. And I've been hearing about you falling for you by proxy for months. So it's going to take you a bit longer. But I told you, Shay, I'm a patient man and I'll wait. And and for you, I'll wait a decade. And I lie there confused and elated and warm and a bit scared. But then he presses his lips to mine once more and it all washes away, leaving just the warmth and the elation before he rolls us both so we're on our sides facing each other. And I just like think like it's like so I just like loved the again, that kind of quote like kind of felt like Connor should have been in more like the way that like that he mentions like so if you've been falling in love with her like yeah, I had that highlighted somewhere in here um no overall i rated this book four and a half stars i have five no notes i think it would have been five had i actually like sat down and read it like in one fail swoop but we know that that doesn't always happen so we rate we rate books based on where we're at in life it happens um but if you've not read Big Nick Energy by Morgan Elizabeth, you or, really, really should. You really should. It was a really, really solid read. Or you should recommend it. To, if you have read it and you've listened to this episode, you really should recommend it to your friends. Christmas and, in July is coming. Um, Not soon. Christmas in July is not coming soon. We don't need to fast forward that quickly. Sorry. That's very fast. And like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, like, gonna to be 33. We cannot like fast forward through June. Like, cause well, like I do not want to. first. I know, but you're not turning 33. No, like I'm I feel like 32. I feel like 33 is like I don't know. I don't like the threes together. I don't. It just like it gives me the ick a little bit. So we're just like savoring 32 for a little bit longer. Um, this month we are reading Ricochet by Krista and Becca Ritchie sisters. Um, it's the second book in the Addicted Calloway sisters series. Um, we have both read book one, so we that's have, why we're reading book two because we both literally have not picked up book two yeah <laughs> it's just same. so funny um would recommend you probably read book one yes and then read book two with us um book one is good book one is really good i really it enjoyed the addiction car- it does in multiple facets which is yes. really kind of cool um not cool but like it's cool to like have it's that a kind different of re- type of addiction it is and it's like the representation is really yes. cool and their dynamic is really cool yes um and it's a really great, like, foundational for their story and for the characters as a whole because it is like a 10, it's a 10, ten book, book, ten book series, series, interconnected 
like whole thing. Um, so definitely read that with us. Please. Um, we love it. And then obviously, if you have not listened to our 2023 wrap up, we do allude to what we will be doing in March, Yay. Um, which is reading each other's top read of 2023. So that will be our books for the month of March, um, which will be um, Curse Beasts by Mandy Muse and Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Obviously, you know who's or who's. Um, yes. Obviously, no questions there. Unless you're new here. Unless you're new here. Then please like, subscribe. Yes. Follow, tag all us. Stuff. All the things. Um, now that we're back and better than ever. Well, we questionable better than ever it's been, it's been a day um of lots of new technical things so if Trying you're new if you're new. new here then this is all you know then this is all you know and it's a little thank you for here. coming back and thank you for your patience while we enjoyed the holidays with our families and those kinds of things and next episode you will not hear us sounding like two kermit the frogs yeah we both mm-hmm. feel better than we sound definitely on the mend for both of us but, but Kids get sick, we get sick. And we don't stop. No. Nope. So here we it are. Doesn't stop. So um But we're not getting each other sick because we we're already sure of that. Yeah, because we're already here. And if you didn't listen to episode then, one then you of the missed, new year, then you missed, then you missed out. Honestly, I don't know why it's always these stories of like these chaotic shit happening to me. Like there's always at least like it's one never per a dull moment. Danielle. Like the last one was the stupid um barn falling oh, gosh, off the truck. The barn. Things of things I'm leaving ins and outs of 2023 barn. Well, how about renting? Charlie's birthday where the where the bounce house was supposed to be like an hour late along with the kids' tables? Oh yeah, because they got a flat tire. Yeah. Well, and then it was like, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? And the kids yeah. are like about to like oh literally gosh. just bombard this man. I, I mean, he should have. Kristen was like, no, everyone wait. <laughs> Thank God and, for Kristen. I know we can. She's the unsung, like, third member of the podcast that she you really still is. Hear. We just need so, to get her on. I know. We, she's just, she's here always in spirit. She, she doesn't know. She doesn't know she's here. She's not, just listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she did flat out tell us that she doesn't listen. So we yeah, know that. And it's fine. Did. We love her still. She's like, I have so many other things going she's on. Like, we're like, she's like, she's like, I, I do support you guys. She goes, I support you from afar. She goes, I like. But we do need to have her on, though. So we can, you two can chat. You know, you could chat Iron Flame and Ruthless Vows. We could. We could have like a fantasy like second book whole vibe thing. Yep. Yeah, I think we should. Um, Will Broach, the, she has like a full life. Like, that, yeah. I mean, as do we, but like, it's different. This is part it's of our wedding life. season. This is, it's, is what, it is wedding season in Arizona. It is. It's, she's an event coordinator, so she's got to work. And she does, she has big things. Like, she's like, very important shit. Very did. Yeah. We not that we don't do important shit because we're moms. Like no, but our important <laughs> shit is different. Important shit. Very different. Keeping people alive is different. Important yes. shit. But like can't keep them like healthy all the time, I guess. Uh, you know. As we've seen. But it's the cool. immune system. Um, thank you guys so much. So much. I keep forgetting that we're like actually like filming as well. We'll see. Same. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. All right. We love you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Tropes and Tantrums. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget, happy reading.